It's time now for Spears on Sports with John Spears, presented by M&M Carnage. And now, here's Johnny. I made it to Thursday. Welcome in. Spears on Sports, presented by M&M Carnage. John Spears in studio. Thursday, January 12th. I am two days soda-free, and I am not in a good mood. And I'm sleepy. Hey, you're doing it. I'm sleepy. Now, I, I was out at the LIT till 11 o'clock last night, so got home a little bit before midnight, watched a little NBA basketball, but, man, I need a soda. I'm, I'm shaking over here. Are you a coffee drinker? I'm, I'm not. Never have been? Never. No Red Bulls. You know, my daughters drink Red Bulls and energy monster drinks and all this stuff. I'm like, you guys are crazy. Yet, I would sit at home and drink three or four Pepsis. 16-ounce Pepsi's a day, nothing of it. What are you drinking to fulfill that? Water. Mm. Bland, every day. <laughs> bottled water. I love that we have bottled water. Let's go pay for what I can get out of my faucet. <laughs> right? You need, M&M, s- need some Mio. To, what, uh, need. what is that? That's like the water flavoring. Makes it, Tony has some Makes that. it. No, he uses Crystal Light. Mio okay. is yeah. better than Crystal Light. Is it uh, caffeine-free? Is It, it uh, might have caffeine in it, actually. Is it? I'm sure you can buy caffeine. Fat free? Uh, why, do I, why do I care? I'm almost 60. <laughs> Fatter free. I've had a good run. <laughs> right? I've had a good run. Life's good. YOLO, right? You only live once. That's Enjoy right. it. Have a Pepsi. I'm, I'm talking myself into Pepsi, and I'm only two days into this thing. <laughs> Eminem Cartage Hotline is open, 502-384-1450. 384-1450 if you'd like to join in on the conversation. Thornton's text line is open as well, 502-414-1450. Don't forget, right now, you get your free sausage, egg, and cheese biscuit, bacon, egg, and cheese croissant, steak, and egg, burrito, any of those three, uh, along with a 20-ounce bottled soda, which I need right now, a uh, fountain drink, tea, fizz freeze. All that when you become a new Refreshing Rewards member. Simply download the app, register for Refreshing Rewards, and earn your free breakfast on Thornton's. And hit me up on the Thornton's text line, 502-414-1450. Just keeps happening. Cards lose. Hoosiers lose. Louisville's 2-15. and Indiana's lost three in a row. We talked about Kentucky yesterday. They stink. When does baseball season start? No kidding. Oh, wait. I'm a Reds fan. Uh, NBA. I'm ready to talk some NBA. Scooter's been warned, by the way. He needs to he needs to get knowledgeable about the NBA. I don't, I don't know why you keep acting like I'm not knowledgeable with the NBA. Because just because you bet on DraftKings lineup night doesn't mean you're knowledgeable on the NBA. I know what's going on. Who's leading the NBA in scoring right now? Uh, Joel Embiid. No, it's Luka Doncic. I knew it was one of them. I have no idea who it is. <laughs> Could be Joel. It's one of them two. And then quickly's third. Uh, no, no, Shaq. Gilgis Alexander. Yeah. Always get him confused. Uh, the Big Ten's looking for a commissioner. We'll talk about that. Uh, some NFL news a couple of days before the playoffs begin. Derek Carr tweeted out his thank you, goodbye letter to Raiders fans on social media. I don't know where he's going. He signed a three-year extension this season. He's due $32 million next year, 41 the year after that, and 41 the year after that. Now, none of that money is guaranteed by the Raiders. If they cut him by a certain date, then they are on the hook for $5.5 million of dead money, which goes toward their salary cap. 
but they would rather trade him. The problem is there's not going to be a trade partner that wants to pay him average of about $38 million over the next three years. He was 6-9 and nine in his starts with the Raiders this year. He's put up gaudy numbers in the past. He had decent numbers this year, but he doesn't win enough. That's the bottom line. And people thought Josh McDaniel got the job in Las Vegas. Okay, Derek Carr's going to you know, look what Josh McDaniel did with Tom Brady in New England. It's a natural fit. You bring in Devontae Adams this year, got a good running back in Josh Jacobs. It just didn't work for whatever reason. And Raiders are at home now watching the playoffs from afar. Derek Carr left the building unceremoniously. Uh, he bolted before the season was over. Could have had a nice farewell to the fans, waving and saying, but he left the team. So now he does it by Twitter today. I don't know where Derek Carr ends up. He is a quality quarterback who will end up somewhere that needs a quarterback because there are places that need a quarterback. How about Washington? Maybe the commanders say, hey, let's get into business with uh, the Derek Carr. But whatever team wants to trade for Derek Carr, Derek Carr is going to have to give up some of this salary. Nobody's going to give him $120 million over the next three years. It's going to have to be incentive laden. He's going to have to take a pay cut. Now, if I'm Derek Carr, I don't want to trade. I want to wait till the deadline comes because the Raiders are going to cut him. They're not going to pay him $38 million to not play next year. So then he can decide where he wants to go. He can negotiate a contract that he can live with, wherever that is. And if you're a team that trades for him right now, you're, you're not ready to understand the the politics, and the finances of football. Because you're going to get them a lot cheaper if you wait. Denver, the Broncos interviewed David Shaw yesterday, former Stanford coach who stepped down this year. Shaw was in the NFL for years as a, uh, as a coordinator and a position coach. Went to Stanford, had success, hasn't had success the last few years. Stanford's been not very good. Uh, but he's got a lot of... NBA, NBA, NFL connections. He's got a lot of good work that he did in the NFL. So he interviewed with the Broncos today. Now, we know the Broncos already met with Jim Harbaugh. That is not a secret. Jim Harbaugh has said that, yeah, that's not a secret. I talked to him. Uh, you get the feeling this is all based on Sean Payton. Everything's based on Sean Payton. Everybody's waiting to see where Sean Payton goes. Now, keep this in mind. The Saints still have Sean Payton under contract. He stepped away from coaching. He was in the, in the uh, studio this year. But he can't just pick a team and go play, and the Saints are going to say, okay, thank you, Sean. There's going to be some compensation. The hot rumor mill right now uh, on the brink of the playoffs is that Tom Brady and Sean Payton are going to Miami next year. Brady's got two kids that live in Miami, other family there. He almost went to Miami, if you remember, when Brian Flores was the coach and then got fired and then filed a lawsuit. Sean Payton and Tom Brady were set to go to Miami last year, two off-seasons ago. And they couldn't because of the lawsuit. But if I'm 
New Orleans and Miami says we want Sean Payton, I want a, I want a first-round draft pick. It's really that simple. You want Sean Payton, I want a first-round draft pick. Brady can go wherever he wants next year. He's basically a 46-year-old free agent. Go wherever he wants. But he's made no secret that he would love to be a quarterback in a Sean Payton system. Are we so sure that he's going to play another year? Yeah, uh, not 100%, but there are no indications that he's not. Put it that way. He doesn't have the old ball and chain dragging him down anymore. He can do whatever he wants. Giselle. I've never called Giselle the old ball and chain. I just did. <laughs> Yikes. Lightning may strike me. Maybe that's why this storm is here today. Lightning's going to strike me for saying that about Giselle Bunchen. I think he's going to play. He wants to play with Sean Payton as his coach. Okay, great. What do you do with Mike McDaniel? He took a Dolphin team that hadn't been in the playoffs in six years, put them in the playoffs, 9-8, and eight, missing Tua for a lot of those games, and they got a first-round date with Buffalo. And here we are talking about, well, you know, 9-8, and eight, okay, Mike McDaniel. Maybe Mike McDaniel will stay on as offense coordinator. No, he won't. You think they'll get rid of him, really? I think if Sean Payton wants to go to Miami, Look, the ownership in Miami flirted with this a couple of years ago, just over a year ago, and they got side-swiped by the Brian Flores lawsuit. So they wanted it a year ago. Now they uh, they got McDaniel. They, they probably wish they weren't in the playoffs now. They probably wish they had lost last week to the Jets and didn't get in the playoffs. Because it would be easy to say, all right, let's bring in Sean Payton and Tom Brady. Now you got fans going, wait a minute, we got a pretty smart offensive coach here who did a really good job. We've got talent with Tyreek Hill, Jalen Waddle at the wide receiver positions. We are set up to win. Can we get Tom Brady without Sean Payton? Yes. That's the question. Can we get Tom Brady without Sean Payton? That seems more likely. Because we like Mike McDaniels. He seems to be a up up and coming future star as a head coach. And here we are talking about this two days before the uh, three days before the uh, uh, Buccaneers host Dallas, and two days before Miami takes on uh, whoever they play Buffalo. Buffalo. Ah, it's crazy. I love the NFL. The NFL never takes a day off. The NFL is always in the loop in the news, whether it's OTAs, um, the thing they have in Indianapolis, the combine, the draft. There is not a two-week period that goes by when something is not going in the NFL, even in the offseason. Where does the NFL sit in your power rankings? That's number one. Number one sport. Uh, more than baseball? What I like more? Is that you what were, you're asking me? Yeah, like if you were to rank your if professional I had to go, sports if, league. If you said, hey, you can go watch any game you want. You can go watch the Super Bowl or you can go watch the National Championship basketball game. You can go watch the NBA Finals, whatever it is. Um, well, I'm probably going to go watch the Masters. But if you give me another pick, that's a good question. Never been to Super Bowl. I've been to Final Four. Final Four was great. Final Four is cool, man. Uh, World Series, 
20 years ago, I'd have picked World Series without, have to be without a, even thinking about it'd it. It'd have to be a Game 7. For without me. even thinking about it, 20 years ago, I'd have picked the World Series. I might go Super Bowl now. But as far as America is concerned, because of gambling and because of fantasy, NFL's number oh, one. Oh, yeah. It's, By a long it's shot. not even close. Yeah. You can put all the other sports together. It's not close. I am going to get to uh, Louisville and Indiana. I swear. I promise. I didn't plan to go on the NFL rant and rave here. Where's Jim Harbaugh going to be? Where's Tom Brady going to be? Sean Payton going to have a job. Sean Payton's going to have a job if he wants one. Where does he want to go? Who doesn't want to go to Miami? Why? If I'm Sean Payton and I look at Miami and I say, I'm going to have Tom Brady, Tyree Kill, Jalen Waddle. I'm not going to go to Denver with Russell Wilson and Jerry Judy and Cortland Sutton. Maybe he wants to keep making movies. That's not bad. Maybe making movies. Yeah. You didn't oh, see Home no, Team? No, I, I won't do that. I cannot watch Kevin James acting like Sean Payton. You didn't watch no, that? It's a no good chance. movie. No it's chance. a good movie. There is no chance. I'm Sean Payton that. plays a janitor. Okay. You don't watch movies. <laughs> no, and I watch And it. you watch that? Yeah. Trash movies. <laughs> Did you have you watched Sharknado? No. I'm shocked. <laughs> I came in the other day, came in last week, and I said, Scooter, have you seen Training Day? I want to talk about it. I just watched it. I want to talk about this movie. No, I haven't seen it. <sighs> I always tell everybody, you could name 100 <sighs> random movies, and I bet I haven't seen 10. Kevin Bad. Warren's leaving the Big Ten. Speaking of 10, see what I did there? Did he even finish his coffee? Uh, this is, I don't know if this is a big deal. It feels like a big deal. Um, because he's going to go, decided to take the job as president and CEO of the Chicago Bears. Look, that's a big-time job. Mm -hmm. President and chief executive officer. So he's in. He's not the owner, but he's next, and he's in charge of the GM, and he's in charge of the coach. Uh, that's a big time job. So I, I don't, I don't sit here and say, "Oh, how can you leave Big Ten Commission?" No, this is a good job. It's probably a move up. But now, what's the Big Ten do? Because Kevin Warren was well respected, well respected in that room of commissioners, with, uh, you know, all the other guys. Greg Sankey, the SEC commissioner, they love him. Of course, he's, you know, Greg Sankey basically says, well, yeah, you know what? We're the SEC in football. I'm the big dog. But Kevin Warren, how long has he been there, Scooter? I'm looking that up right now. It, it's less than a cup of coffee as far as commissionerships are concerned. Guys stay in these jobs a long time. He got it in 2019. He was elected, but it went effective January 2020. Jim Delaney was the previous Big Ten commissioner, and so January 2020, that's three-ish. Three years. Three Yeah. That's, uh, I don't know if this is good or bad for the Big Ten. Are I the mean, California teams still coming? That's a good, yes, they are. I mean, what are they going to do now? What do you do? Put your tail between your legs and go back to the Pac-12 and say, hey, uh, can we stay? Is that possible? <laughs> now, that's not going to change. And, that, and look, as a sports fan, we don't care who the commissioners are. We don't care who the GMs of these football teams are. We don't care about any of that stuff. We care about the players. We want to watch the games. But you got to have a good commissioner because a, a bad commissioner can ruin a conference. It can, he can make some bad – he or she can make some bad decisions for that conference that ruins the conference. Sankey has been great for the SEC. They're making more money than they've ever made. And football-wise, they just 
They're printing it themselves. They're printing money themselves. And all the athletic programs in the SEC are better off because of Greg Sankey. And Kevin Warren, I think he was doing a great job, doing a fine job. But if I'm Big Ten uh, uh, presidents of universities, chancellors, I'm worried here. you got to get the right person in this job. Got to get the right person. They've already updated his Wikipedia, by the way. <laughs> Chicago Bears, 2023 to present. 2023 to present. That seems redundant. <laughs> President and CEO of the Chicago Bears, they're going to have the number one pick in the draft. Um, I don't know. Maybe they stay with Justin Fields, trade it, get a big package of, of picks and, and talent, and go move on. But uh, that, that came out of nowhere, really. That came out of left field. There weren't like rumors. Hey, uh, the rumor is Kevin Warren's going to the Bears. No, it's just like one day he was the Big Ten commissioner, and the next day he was president and CEO of the Chicago no, Bears. There was rumors. There's a couple weeks I've heard it now <sighs> that he was in contention. In contention. Like you that know, he had interviewed for the job. I'm in contention for a lot of jobs. Doesn't mean I'm taking them. <laughs> All right, let's ta- I'm actually not in contention. Let's take a break. <laughs> we'll talk about the Cards losing down at Clemson yesterday, Indiana losing in happy va- unhappy Valley, I guess, if you're a Hoosier fan. We'll talk about that. Bellerman plays tonight, and one system game tonight in college basketball. All that and more. You're listening to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big Act. Welcome back to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio. Ed Peak will join me in this big chair tomorrow. Uh, well, he'll be in the little chair. I'll be in the big chair. It's a, it's a weight thing. I have to be in the big chair. But uh, Ed will be here tomorrow, so get ready for the Ed show. As we know, we can uh, Scooter and I can just you know go play a game of ping pong while Absolutely. Ed's talking. Yeah. You know, all the way to fifteen or twenty-one. I can guarantee the show will not stay on the rails. He will. No, he will not. So Ed will join me tomorrow. Eminem Cartage Hotline is open, 502-384-1450, 384-1450 to join in on the conversation. Thornton's text line open as well. Hit me up on the text machine, 502-414-1450. Before I get off the NFL, Lamar Jackson probably not going to play in Cincinnati on Sunday night. Uh, if you remember, when he got injured, uh, knee tweaked a knee. I love using the word tweak, like cow. He tweaked a knee, and it's going to be about three weeks. Here we are six weeks later, and probably not going to play in the playoff opener. Bad news for the Ravens. And doesn't have a contract. Now, they can, and they probably will if he if they can't come to an agreement, franchise tag him yeah. at least one year. They can do it two years, but at least one year they'll, they'll franchise tag him. Uh... But you start to worry in the back, and wonder in the back of your mind, if this was supposed to be three weeks, is this sort of a holdout? Is this sort of a contractual thing? Now, common sense tells you if he was going to hold out, he would have done it at the beginning of the year. He'd have to wait till week 13 and, and get banged up and say, oh, you know what I think is a good idea now? Sit out the end of the year. No, that's not a good idea. Unless that's what mom told him. Unless that's what his agent slash mother told him to do. Baltimore averages 23 point, just over 23 points a game with Lamar this year. They average 13 points a game without Lamar. Wow. That is a 
as differences go, that is a huge difference. Um, so here we are. Playoffs are getting ready to start. Two is not going to play. You get Skylar Thompson. Lamar is not going to play. You get Hundley. I don't even know what his first name is. Chet? I don't know. Jimmy G's out. Brock Purdy is your starting quarterback for a San Francisco team that's a 10-point favorite this weekend. Geno Smith. Now, if you'd have told me at the beginning of the year, Geno Smith or Drew Locke, who's going to be the quarterback? Who's going to be the quarterback that leads Seattle to the playoffs? I would have said Drew Locke. It's Geno Smith. By the way, comeback player of the year. So here we are. Playoffs are here. And look, in the AFC, we're great. We got Burrow. We got Mahomes. We got Josh Allen. We got – who am I missing? Who am I missing? I got him in – Justin Mahomes. Herbert. Yeah, Herbert. Yeah. Justin Herbert. AFC's – and Trevor Lawrence. AFC's great except for Baltimore. NFC, I got Geno Smith against Brock Purdy. <laughs> First game of the playoffs, Saturday, 415. Yikes. How bad is it for Louisville, though, compounding their basketball issues? They have two quarterbacks in the NFL. Both of them should have started this week. <laughs> Neither of them are going to. Well, it is what it is, they say. Yeah, Teddy, I thought Teddy had a chance. He's got that finger issue. I guess it's not good enough. Not good enough to uh, be the back. So third stringer, Skylar Thompson, gets a start for Miami. That's why that spread's gone from 10.5 to 13. Here's why I love the NFL. Since 1990, and I'm, I might I might screw this up, but I think this is right. Since 1990, every year, four teams, at least four teams that didn't make the playoffs the previous year make the playoffs. This really? year it's seven. Giants, Vikings, Seahawks, Chargers, Jaguars, Dolphins, Ravens were not in the playoffs last year. They're all in this year. That's why the NFL is better than Major League Baseball, where the Dodgers, the Yankees, the Astros, the Braves are always in the playoffs every year. NBA, too many teams make the playoffs. Now we've got a play-in playoff in the NBA, and the NHL is the same way. you got too many teams making the playoffs. NFL, i got 14 teams making the playoffs, seven new teams this year. It's and pretty that, awesome. That's why I love the NFL. All right. I'm off the NFL now. I just wanted to uh, – when Scooter asked me what, what, I, what was my top of my list, I'm like, why, why do I like the NFL? That's why I like the NFL. Clemson, 83, Louisville, 70 last night. To my chagrin, the cards did cover. <laughs> that's at least three covers in a row. Syracuse, Wake Forest, and Clemson. Louisville has covered three straight games. Good start. They led 16-7. to Now, I did not see the game, full disclosure here. I'm just going on what I read yesterday, or late last night. Didn't see the game. I was at the LIT, so uh, didn't get to see the game. 16-7, to they led. When I got in the car, I heard Bob Valvano say, here we go again. You get off to a good start, and then laps after laps after laps. The next four possessions after the 16-7 lead, four turnovers. And it was 16-16 after those four turnovers. They cut the lead to six with 2.51 to go. They cut the lead to six with a minute 12 to go. So, again, you've had four one-point losses this year. 
You had the big comeback against Wake Forest where you cut it, I think, to two at one point, had a shot, and then last night you're down 17 early in the second half again, cut it to six. It it just continues to come down to the same old story. You, you just make the exact number of mistakes you need to make to lose the game. That's it. You make the mistakes that you need to make to not win. Mike James was great again. 17 points, five rebounds. He has figured it out. L. Ellis held to 12 points. He did have five assists. He did have three turnovers. But L. Ellis has got to score 20. He can get everybody involved, and he can be a team leader and a vocal leader, and, and you know, he had five assists last night. He can do all that. He's got to score 20. They got no chance. The defense was an issue. Again, they gave up 83 points, 40, uh, at least 40 each half. Can't do that. Card shot 38% in the first half. 12 turnovers in the first half. They finished with 13. But they That's had, pretty good. But they had 12 in the first half. So you're down 12 at halftime. Why? Because you have 12 turnovers. Uh, Withers 11 off the bench, uh, Sidney Curry, 10.6 rebounds. Now you got Carolina coming in Saturday. They're going to be angry. They just lost to Virginia. Yes. Uh, two nights ago. Withers came off the bench. Yes. Has that been happening? It has been happening. That's three games in a row. It's your second, and he, and second he, best player. And he's not happy about it. He's not happy about it. But Kenny Payne is trying to, I don't know what the message is, but he's trying to send him a message about playing hard and playing smart, you know, the entire time you're in there. A lot of guys benefit, Scooter, from watching the first four minutes of a game. Watch this. See where you think you can help, right? Watch us on the offensive end. You're going to be in that spot. Watch that guy. Where should he be? If you were out there, where would you be to have your most optimized chance to score a basket or to help the team win? A lot of guys need that. I don't know if Withers is one of them. Kenny Payne obviously thinks he's one of them. Sit down, watch Trainer, watch Curry, watch Huntley Hatfield. Huntley Hatfield's the guy that ought to be on the bench. And figure out what they're doing right, do that, figure out what they're doing wrong, and improve upon what they're doing. That's the goal anyway. Card shot 48, 41 point, uh, 40.7%, 41% we'll call it. And again, defensively, Clemson shoots almost 53%. Eight of 21 from three for the Tigers. Cards hit nine out of 20. There's nothing wrong with that. Uh, Both teams shot 23 free throws. Louisville made 17. Clemson made 19. And the Tigers out-rebounded the Cards 33 to 30. (sighs) Defense, 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 defense. They kind of have figured out the offense. They scored 70 against Syracuse, 70 last night. Um, Before that, let's see, they had 72 against Wake Forest. Offense in the last – now, the four previous games before that, they were in the 60s. But they've sort of figured out a little bit on offense. But, again, Scoots, I'm looking at the schedule. I can't find any wins. No. You got Carolina at home. You got Pittsburgh at home on Wednesday. Pitt uh, had a big lead on Duke at Duke, but ended up losing that game on uh, Tuesday night. At Boston College, I don't f- particularly feel like they're going to win any road games. 
Uh, at Notre Dame, Notre Dame's not very good. No. Georgia Tech at home, maybe that's the one. And on and on down the line. Still got to go to Duke. Still got Virginia twice. Yikes. Uh, still got to go to Miami. Still got to go to Pittsburgh. Maybe when the Knowles come to town. Right? Florida State's not very good. Saturday game. Middle pretty of the handily the first time, though, didn't they? Uh, yes. They're, but like I said, they're not going to win any road games. <laughs> Just forget it. Not going to win any road games. Even Notre Dame, Boston College, they're not going to win any road games. Two o'clock Saturday. By the way, that game is on ESPN, Louisville, North Carolina. Yikes. Two teams not in the top 25, not in contention for an ACC title, and one of those two, at least one of those two, not going to make it to March Madness. Uh, I don't know what you do. Let me take this moment. I got three minutes till the next break to defend John Calipari. What? Yes, I know. And I'm not really defending Cal, but the and, and look, listen, Kentucky fan, you're loyal. BBN is it's the most loyal fan base in the country. I don't think there's any any fan base more passionate that wants to win more that uh, stands by their team. They are ripping Cal right now, and I think they've gone a little too far. One question you have to ask yourself when you are going to think about getting rid of a coach, who's going to replace him? Who's it going to be? Who are you bringing in? Remember when Tubby left? Who are you bringing in? Everybody was so happy to see Tubby Smith go. Oh, man, we didn't have to fire him. He took a job at Minnesota. Why did he take a job at Minnesota? Because he was sick of Kentucky fans. He was his. He was sick of his family getting yelled at by Kentucky fans. Oh, we go to the tournament. Well, you didn't beat Louisville. Well, the Louisville game is not an important game. It's just not. It's a uh, game to talk trash. As a fan, doesn't mean anything normally. Doesn't mean anything in your conference standings. Means a little bit toward. Where you're going to be seated at the end of the year, it's one game in the middle of the regular season. But he didn't care about beating Louisville. He cared about winning the SEC. He cared about getting his team ready for the tournament. And they were always ready for the tournament. But that wasn't good enough for Kentucky fans. So what do you get? Billy Gillespie. (laughs) Yeah. Be careful what you ask for. The same guy... That hired John Calipari, hired Billy Gillespie. Keep that in mind. No athletic director has a 100% hiring record. Tom Jurich didn't have a 100% hiring record. He hired Steve Cragthorpe. Remember that? Yeah. None of them did. So be careful what you ask for here. You've got a Hall of Fame coach who's won a title who went to a title game with Memphis, who went to another title, uh, Final Four, a number of Final Fours with Kentucky, had a 38-1 and team. That's a pretty good resume. That's a pretty good resume. And I know we're all about what have you done for me lately. What have you done for me lately? You're 10-6. and six. What have you done for me lately? 
You just lost to South Carolina at home. What have you done for me lately? You lost to St. Peter's in the tournament. We're all about what have you done for me lately. But the resume is really, really good. And the recruiting class coming in next year, really, 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 really good. You don't want to lose those guys. Because I promise you this, you get rid of this coach, you force him out of town, those guys aren't coming. D.J. Wagner's not coming. All those guys are not coming. Reed Shepard will show up. That'd be about it. That'd be about it. The other guys are going to say, all right, my recruiting is back open. Where am I going to go? So be careful what you ask for. Well, and then it would be, might be a double-edged sword because then you'd have DJ Wagner hit up old Pop Pop. Next thing you know, he's going to Louisville. Pop Pop, where do I go? Yeah. Well, I'm here. (laughs) Oh, would that be a coup for a Louisville fan and Kenny Payne? (laughs) Yikes. So... While you're bashing Cal, and Cal said in his postgame, look, blame me. Don't, don't get on the players. This is my fault. Okay, that's good. Fans don't want to hear it. Fans are tired of hearing that. I get it. Think about what could be if he leaves. Just think about it. Could be good. Could be awful. Let's take a break. We'll talk about, sadly, Indiana's performance in Happy Valley last night. We don't have to. We can go well, to our next topic. Well, now we got to. I don't have any more <laughs> topics unless you want to talk about uh, movies or or uh, the um, award show the other night. The yeah, Golden movies Globe. sound great. Uh, we'll talk about Indiana basketball <laughs> after the break. You're listening to Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big Ass. Welcome back to Spears on Sports, presented by Eminem Cartage. John Spears in studio, final segment on this Thursday. Bellarmine basketball tonight. The Knights will take on the Stetson Hatters. Uh, we'll be there at uh, Freedom Hall, 6.30 tip time tonight. Stetson is 9-6, and 4-0 in the Atlantic Sun. So a chance for the Knights to uh, gain a game on the league leaders tonight. Bellarmine 7-10. Coming in, the Knights are a one-point favorite tonight, Scooter. Bellarmine. Yes. Okay. You can bet on Give me Stetson. I'm going over in that game, 132. I'm with you. You're taking Stetson in the point? Yep. Hater. You're such a hater. Just Bellarmine just hasn't been playing very good. They're not as good as they were last year. No. At least they haven't been. Well, I mean, and even – Last year was a different year. I don't even think they're as good right now as they were at the beginning of this season. I think they're playing Uh, They're banged up. They got a couple guys out. Thielen, Jake Thielen is out. Uh, Bash Wheeland is out. They got a, they got, a, they got some guys banged up. They do, but uh, you know, still got Justin Betts. Providence was it Providence yeah. High School? Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, the team leader got a couple of really nice freshmen. I like Peter Suter uh, is really good. So they they got some talent there. Maybe a maybe a year or two away. But if you're not looking for something to do, it's a cheap night out. Bellarmine basketball, get you a good seat, taking on Stetson, and they are fun to watch, man. Bellarmine is fun to watch still. Eminem Cartage Hotline is open, 384-1450 to join in on the conversation, 502-384-1450. Thornton's text line is 502-414-1450. Get your text into that show. We do have high school girls basketball, I believe, tonight right here on the Big X. We do. Yeah, Jeff in New Albany. From uh, Johnson Arena? Correct. 
Matt on the call, I'm guessing? He is. So uh, 7.30-ish? He'll be on about 7.15. All right. So Jeff, New Albany, the rivalry in uh, women's sports tonight as the ladies take uh, center stage right here on the Big X. All right, got to get to it. Scooter wants to talk movies or wrestling. We talk a little wrestling in the uh, in the let's, break there. Let's just pick up that conversation. He doesn't want to talk Indiana basketball. <laughs> I don't blame you. That's three losses in a row. This one did not look good at all. 85 to 66. They, uh, I mean, part of it is, look, the other team just, just made 18 out of 31 three-pointers. So a lot of times you just go, what were we supposed to do? Um, it was 11-point Penn State lead at halftime. They scored 48 points in the second half. Um, Penn State was really good last night. But Indiana, you got to get more out of your guys, out of your stars. Trace Jackson Davis, 14 points, 11 rebounds, 4 assists. Jalen hood Shafino, 11 points, 6 rebounds, 4 assists. Those numbers, which we saw in the Northwestern game, have to be a lot higher. For them yeah. to have a chance to win. Yeah. They did get help. Bates had 11 last night. Galloway had 10. They got uh, – Geronimo was better than he was against – he couldn't have been worse. Better than True. he was against Northwestern. Renew, I think, had seven points off the bench. So they had some contributions. But with Race Thompson out, with Xavier Johnson out, you got to get more from TJD and Hood Shafino. And if you don't get 20 apiece from them, you're in big trouble. My issue lately has been Miller Cop. Two for three last night. With, but he shot one three. He's he is our best three point shooter. Yep. And the guy takes one three. One well, for one. I've never seen him drive to the basket. Rarely. So if I'm a defense, I'm up in his grill. Because if he gets around me, okay. But he's not getting three pointers. And teams have figured that out. Now you got to do better ways. You got to have better ways of getting them open. You got to set screens away from the ball. You got to have him popping out uh, in, into the three point land uh, when he's free. You got if you're if you got a fast break going and he's spotted up, you got to get him the ball. But defense is going to take away Miller Cops three point shooting. They're fine with Miller Cops two point shooting, mm-hmm. but they're not going to let him shoot any threes. Uh, but again, you got to figure out a way to get him more three pointers. You got to figure out a way to get Bates more three pointers. Uh, he was four of nine from the field last night, one of three from three. Indiana, for the night, uh, took 14 three-pointers. Penn State made 18 three-pointers. There, there's your ball game. Penn State had 54 points in threes. Indiana had 66 for the game. 18 of 31 is 58% from three. Uh, that's like shooting 80% from two. They shot 54 for the game, 58 from three. So they shot much, they shot far better on three pointers than they did on two pointers. Well, and it wasn't like the South Carolina Kentucky game from two nights ago where they were just throwing them up and they were just luckily going in. I mean, they were all really good looks. Just good looks, yeah. yeah. Uh, Indiana out rebounded Penn State, as you would expect them to do, 38 to 29. Didn't matter. Hoosiers took 14 more free throws, made seven more free throws. Uh, but again, 10 of 18, that's not good. There was a large stretch of that game where Indiana had two six foot eight, six foot nine guys in the game, and Penn State's tallest player on the floor was six foot six. And Indiana just couldn't capitalize off that. You have to be able to capitalize when you have that size size advantage. Two Nittany Lions hit seven three pointers apiece. Mm-hmm. 
(laughs) It's one of those games. Sometimes teams have one of those games. It's no excuse, but sometimes teams have one of those games, and they have one of those games. Indiana only turned the ball over nine times, but they only forced five turnovers from Penn State. If I so, hear, if I never hear the name Seth Lundy again, Seth it'll be Lundy. too soon. It'll be too soon. Uh, well, nine of seventeen, seven of twelve from three, twenty-five points in thirty-one minutes, and Funk was really good too. He had mm-hmm. they both hit seven out of twelve. Andrew Funk, they both hit seven out of twelve three pointers. So I guess you just look ahead now. Got a. A uh, angry Wisconsin team coming to Assembly Hall Saturday, 1 o'clock on CBS. Wisconsin just coming off a uh, loss a couple nights ago to Michigan State. Michigan State, uh, a close loss in Madison. So they're going to be loaded for bear. Then you go to Illinois. Then you got Michigan State. So these next three with an undermanned Indiana team. And look, I look, I like Mike Woodson. I think he's – I heard Matt talking – at the end of his show about is he some people questioning, is he the right guy? Yeah, he's the right guy. He's getting recruits in there. He can coach his, his rear end off. You can't do anything about guys that get hurt. You just can't. Right. I mean, he's expecting to have Xavier Johnson for 30 to 35 minutes a game, and he's expecting Race Thompson for the same, and you don't have that. And when you got to, you know, if you look at the starting lineup just last night, if I can find it, Obviously, Jackson Davis and it's Trace Geronimo, Hood Shifino, but you, Hood go, Shifino. you go Galloway, Galloway, Cop, and Geronimo. Mm-hmm. They combine for twenty-one points, which is fine if TJD gets twenty and Shafino Hood Shafino gets twenty. That's fine. I, I'm not in favor of Galloway and Geronimo playing at the same time, just because offensively that neither of them really bring much. You know, I was not a big Galloway fan. I am. I love Galloway. That dude love Galloway. <laughs> he fly. He's flying. Yeah. He's going at 110 miles an hour every play. Now, maybe that sometimes that works against him. But for the most part, I'll take that effort from, from a guy like that every time. Give me that Give me that effort out of all my players, I'm good. Imagine if Louisville were to just have one guy like that. Oh, that's just mean-spirited. Just why, why do we have to put them in? Why did you have to bring that around? Because that would that is what they're missing, just a hustle guy. Indiana's 1-4 in, in conference now. And again, Wisconsin, Illinois, Michigan State next three. Yikes. It's kind of gone off the rails a little bit. <laughs> a little bit. I mean, you were top ten at we're, one point. We're here. off in the forest, can't even see the rails anymore. I remember uh I remember a day when you were beating Xavier. By the way, Xavier playing really well. Is really good. Yeah. Uh they beat they're twelfth in the country, fourteen and three. They beat Creighton last night. By three, Indiana went into Xavier and beat them. Mm-hmm. I remember that. I remember uh, the uh, win over North Carolina. I know. I know that that was an unbelievable crowd. I think it was a whiteout, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Place was going nuts. Um, that's all forgotten. Your last two, your last three wins. Okay, your last three wins. If you're an Indiana fan, have been Nebraska in early December. Elon and Kennesaw State. Those are your last three wins. Haven't won a game this year. You've lost to reverse order here. Penn State, Northwestern, Iowa, Kansas on the road. I got no problem with that. And Arizona, which I got no problem with that either. But 
Yeah, you haven't won a, a conference game since December 7th. Uh, not good. Is that the first one? Started 1-0? and uh, No, they lost to Rutgers right oh, that's before right, that. Yeah. At Rutgers. Started 0-1. Basketball in these parts right now. Boy, go watch Bellarmine. That's, that's all I can tell you. That's, I mean, like we discussed, that's really not that much better. Oh, They're having God. a down year, too. Yeah, but if, who, am I, who do I want to go watch? Louisville? Kentucky right now? Indiana right now? Or Bellarmine? I'd say you made the right decision last night by going to the LIT. <laughs> Ballard 60, St. X 57. Oh, Tiger. I know TJ talked about this morning. Tigers played them tough last night. Just couldn't get over the hump. Now, Ballard's the number one seed in the LIT. St. X was the eighth seed. So, would have been a pretty good upset. Mm-hmm. Uh, St. X and Ballard will play on this network um, two and a half weeks on a Friday. Well, just over, just over two weeks from now. So, uh, and that game's at Ballard. Ballard's going to be mad. It's one of those games where they led by eight at halftime. They were up 13 in the second half. St. X made a nice run. And Ballard's going to be like, why did we let those guys stay close? They're going to be mad. Now, St. X should have more confidence the next time they play them. But Ballard's going to be angry. And we'll have that one on the radio. So, ready ready to talk wrestling? I'm ready. We got two minutes. Two minutes to talk wrestling. <laughs> I will give the uh, the six pack tomorrow. You tell me. Should I go all six NFL games, or should I just pick three and pick three college basketball? Games? I think you should do all six NFL. Yeah, I think so too. It just feels right. Yeah. Even though one of the games is Monday, and I had to pick it anyway on Monday, I think, I'm, I think I'm just going to go all six. What maybe the, we do. Maybe we do five NFL games. Save that Monday you, pick. I can give you the three college basketball picks right now. North Carolina against Louisville. <laughs> Even though Louisville has covered five straight games, the texture pointed out. Tennessee can name the score against Kentucky. And Wisconsin against Indiana. Until I see something different from all three of those. Until that I is, see something different. That's a complete 360 of your strategy for this year. 180, I, I, I guess. It's, yeah, you're absolutely right. It wasn't that long ago you were saying, I'm betting a – Indiana, Kentucky, every, every game, game. Every game. <laughs> Indy, I love this roster Indiana has. Well, I do, but then when they're all on crutches, that hurts me. Oh, Kentucky, they're a Final Four team. This is a Final Four. They can't beat South Carolina at home. <laughs> good Lord. And, and Tony pointed this out Wednesday. I have no idea who's good. I have no I, I brought up Houston yesterday. They won at home last night as a 24-and-a-half-point favorite, 83-77 to over South Florida. Who's good? One game in the system tonight, Arizona at Oregon State. Arizona is a 15-and-a-half-point favorite. System says take the Beavers and the 15-and-a-half-point. I'm not sure I agree. I don't know if I can do it. But that's the system bet tonight, Oregon State plus the point. Ed Peak joins me in studio tomorrow. Thanks to Scooter. Spears on Sports presented by Eminem Cartage on the Big X. I heard it, I heard it on the X.